and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we will be discussing all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality 101. So if you've ever wondered what the law of attraction really is, or what it means to be awake, or what a blocked chakra is, then this podcast is for you, and the universe led you here for a reason. So thank you so much for joining us. My name is Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm a master energy healer and a reformed couture-aholic coming to you from the Eaton Workshop Hotel in downtown Washington, D.C. So today, our topic is going to be the law of attraction. And I know I tease about it a lot in this podcast, but today I'm really excited to talk about it, to dive in, just demystify it a little bit. And I brought in a really good friend, a soul sister here, Jennifer Harlow. So thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. So Jennifer and I have been friends for a while, and we're friends through the DC social scene yeah. and charities. Yeah, um, we're similar age. My children are a little bit older, um, but I didn't really know her as a person in the way she vibrates. I didn't know her soul. I knew the really pretty face and the really nice woman, but I didn't know really her soul until I started really watching. To be honest, your Instagram. Yeah. This is the positive of social media. Yeah. I started seeing some of the things you posted that resonated with things that I like. And I was like, huh, I think this woman is awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I think that's probably how we started connecting at a level a little different than the social scene. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about, you're absolutely right. We knew one another through the DC social scene. Um, and mostly it was me watching you on stage give these amazing <laughs> presentations or openings. But yes, we did have yeah. you know lunches and things together. But... I think we met kind of through Law of Attraction on this exotic island off the coast <laughs> of Long Island um, where yes. we really spent three days together in a room with another mutual friend of ours in a house full of a bunch of funny yes. people. And that's where I feel like I really thought, I love this girl. We are vibing the same way. I um. totally agree. Um, this exotic island, um, for those of you who are wondering, happens to be Fire Island. That's right. Very exotic. It was particularly exotic the weekend we were there. It was very interesting. It was so much fun. And yes, we were very intimate sharing yeah. a room together um, that was meant for maybe one or two people with three or four of us. That's right. It was wonderful. And yes, I got to know you. I really didn't have any idea yeah. uh, what you did or your children. And I also, I don't usually bring this kind of thing up because we're going to talk about law of attraction. Why yes. not? But just for interest, I'm going to, the fact that you were a breast cancer survivor. That's right. Yeah. And you'd had it probably 10 years before. Yep. Um, and you're like, oh, I never really thought to mention it because it's so not part of your life. Right. And I love that because as we're going to get into the law of attraction, not focusing on the past, yeah. not focusing on diseases and things like that. Again, we're only bringing it up for examples to help teach you. Of course. Anybody who's listening. Um, and when I met her, I was maybe two years out. I wasn't in remission yet. So it was very hot on my mind. Yes. And I was like, well, how did you get through this? And how did you get through that? Right. And here we find ourselves both in remission, really not part of our everyday life. Right. And other than right now, nothing that we normally talk about. Of course, never. <laughs> it's the first time it's come up in a really long time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And it's just, um, I love it though, because it's resilience. Exactly. It's resilience, it's going on with life, it's being happy, it's finding what makes you tick, finding your pleasure, and going in the direction of the positive energy. Yes. Yeah. So um, why don't we just start right off? If Would you like to share a little bit about your what law of attraction means to you? Yeah. Um, so I guess I should kind of go back to like where I sort of became aware of the law of attraction. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think there was actually a name for it when I learned about it. Yeah. Um, I was 
um, 16 years old and I was living in Cleveland, Ohio. And my mother used to drag me out to the east side of Cleveland um, to these metaphysics classes. And so <laughs> we that. used to sit in this lady's basement and she would say, come for the drive, you know, come for the drive. And so it would be me, the 16 year old with my mother and probably people who were any age range from like 40 up. So you can imagine as a 16 year old sitting there. Like, Holy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but as I started going with her, um, some of the things that I was learning and then we'd have you know, these great conversations on the way home, I got it. I sort of got it. And without really realizing how much these lessons would help me later on in life and in yeah. many areas of my life. Um, but really learning about the law of attraction, I think was sort of cliche, but it was the book, right? The secret. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to just, for those of you who are listening who aren't exactly sure what we're talking about, because this is a one-on-one level, mm -hmm. the law of attraction, um, actually Phineas Quinby is the first one to really talk about it in the early 19th century, but it didn't really become popular until the book, The Secret, mm -hmm. which was then a movie, which I didn't think did it justice, to be honest. I agree. Um, and then, of course, mainstream Esther Hicks, which is Abraham Hicks, yes. which we both love, 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 yeah. and we'll talk about that more later. So the basics of Law of Attraction is what you focus on expands, but energy is energy. So if you're focusing on positive thoughts, positive energy, it will attract more. And if you're thinking about negative things, it'll attract more. It doesn't know the difference. The Law of Attraction, the universe, the energy doesn't really know the difference in what you're thinking. If you're thinking about what you don't want versus thinking about what you do want, right. you're very often are going to get exactly what you don't want right. because that's what you're focusing on. Correct. So it's like what you focus on expands. So there's a lot more to it. We're going to get into it, but just so you have an idea, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. It's the idea that positive energy attracts positive, negative attracts negative. Right. Um, so anyway, so go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I think when, when sort of all of us, it, it became mainstream, um, was through that movie or through the book. I read the book and everybody, it was sort of the, uh, um, all the rave. I, at the time I was living in Southern California and um, everybody was talking about it. All the moms in Southern California, <laughs> yeah. all of my friends. And, and, um, and um, so that's when I really first started realizing a lot of the things that I had been practicing up until that point, I was practicing the law of attraction, but not really knowing what it was writing things down on paper, going back, visiting, yeah. um, visualizing, creative visual, uh, visual, visual, visualization. Um, so, um, so that's really when I first became aware of it and then have just sort of made it a practice, I think on and off my whole entire life as you know, we have yeah. to be conscientious about it. We have to be aware. We have to be in the present. When did you start realizing, cause this is one thing that's important too. And I'm going to give some personal examples of when it's worked really well for me. Uh, especially in the last year or two, and when it hasn't worked well. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, when did you become aware that it was actually working? And it goes both ways, mm -hmm. right? Like the, the things that you were thinking about, whether it was something that you did want or something that you didn't want, were mm -hmm. actually happening. Like mm -hmm. when did that kind of click for you? Yeah. Um, so I think I've had moments over the last 10 years where I realized it was clicking and not clicking. I think breast cancer was one time. Were you afraid of getting breast cancer? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I had, um, and I think I kept focusing on the negative, the negative, the negative part What of if it. I get it? What if happens? Um, yeah, I had a little bit of a scare. I found, I found, um, 
uh, sort of like a, a bump on it doing a, a self-exam and it could have been nothing but I kept focusing 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 almost for a good year and a half and then I would be shopping at the grocery store and it would be October and my eyes would immediately go to the little pink ribbon or yeah then I'd turn on the radio and somebody would be talking about you know breast cancer awareness month or this and that and so I feel like I just kept going down that tunnel um, so kind of off, you know, off and on, but I think over the last three and a half years where I've really realized that without a doubt, this is a part of my life. I have to be conscientious about it right. is when my mother passed away. Um, and that sort of cracked me open. Yes. And, and that was two years ago. That was, I can't believe we're coming up on four years four. now. So it's wow. like three and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think for me personally, it was these moments in my life that were incredibly difficult yes. where the universe was saying wake up yeah time to wake up again which is very common mm -hmm. it's very common through illness something tragic mm -hmm. that kind of wakes us up right um unfortunately <laughs> right that happens you can do it on your own but you a lot can. of times it is yeah. something traumatic or an illness that kind of wakes up this process and yeah. part of this podcast actually too and part of us talking about it so openly is we're hoping that anybody out there listening can start to find this on their own, if you're not there already, without going through something traumatic. Absolutely. Without going through the disease. We don't need to. Right, so let us share with you all of the things that we did, yeah. and hopefully it will work better for you. Um, and actually it will, because if you know it will, and you believe it will, it will. It will, absolutely. Yeah. That, again, law of attraction. Absolutely. Is not just thinking it and saying it, but feeling it and believing it. Absolutely. Believing it as truth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one thing we were talking about right before we aired, was sort of that um, misunderstanding of what the law of attraction is, right? Mm -hmm. You just thoughts become things. If I think positive, I think positive. That's a part of it, but that's not all of it. You must feel it. You must vibe it. Um, your belief, your core belief, um, you have to visualize it. But most importantly, it's your emotions of, of getting in that position and feeling it that really yes. brings it. It's your energy. It's your Absolutely. vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we, we talk about vibes like, oh, your vibe attracts your tribe. That's a fun thing to say. We see that quote on Instagram right. or in a t-shirt. But it's true. Right. So vibe is just the vibration of your energy. And we all know when you're around people that make you feel good. Yes. Right? There's that friend that you have. There's somebody you like to be around right. because you feel good. Right. Because they vibrate high. It's a high vibration. Right. Vibration feels good. And there might be somebody else that you like, but you just don't really like to be around them. Right. You can't put your finger on it. It's because they're probably vibrating low. Yeah. And we don't want that low vibrating right. energy. You know, like the, the Debbie Down, the classic <laughs> Exactly. <Debbie> exactly. <laughs> So when you say like you vibrate high, your vibe attracts your tribe, it's true. Right. If you're happy and you're feeling good and you're full of love, you have this positive optimism, not that every day is perfect because it's not. No. But overall, if you're able to turn it around quickly and refocus your mind on something positive, right. then you're going to start to attract other people that can do the same thing. Exactly. And that have a positive outlook. And that's how I found our mutual friend, Summer. Yeah. That's how I found you. Yes. Right? Because yeah. you start finding these people that have that same ability. Right. Not that life's perfect. But they're able to turn it around, get out of it quickly, right. and focus on the good. Yeah, absolutely. And that's part of the law of attraction. It's part of vibrating high and raising your vibration. Yeah. So when we talk about vibe. It's a real thing. It is. It is. It's a vibration. Yeah. It's just vibe. You know, I'm not. I'm not vibing with you, or I'm not vibing in a situation. Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's like when vibration. you walk into a room and you feel really good. You can't wait to be there. And you walk into a room, and you're like, I don't want to be here. Right. It's whether you're aware of it or not, you're feeling the vibration. Yeah. And the more you start to become aware of it and recognize it, yeah. the more you can take care of yourself and kind of control. Absolutely. Because if you go into a low vibrating area. 
it can bring your vibration down. Right. Unless you can kind of learn to shield yourself, which yeah. we've talked about on other podcasts, and that's another one to come. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, go It ahead. becomes fun, right? I mean, life becomes fun. Like you said, every day isn't perfect. Every situation isn't perfect. Yeah. But to some degree, you realize you have control over that. So you can... Yeah, this is my situation. I have a flat tire. It's pouring down rain, but you know, I can choose to, to think of the situation in a different way. Exactly. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you can walk out the door and say, "Hey, what's going to happen today? You know, <laughs> what do you have for me today, universe?" And I think yeah. when you ask those big questions, you get some really great answers. Um, I think it's, it's really good what you said about the feelings. So I do a lot of um, when I do the well-being work in, in Turkey at the Life Co. or when I work with private clients. A lot of times when we do like the meditation or we do the therapy and I have people like close their eyes, we do the positive visualization, yeah. I'll have them think of something they want. Like not in maybe three years or five years, not tomorrow, but just in the near future, something you want. The first vision that pops to mind. And then see it, see it as reality, every detail about it. Like yeah. maybe it's something for your career you want. It's a promotion or it's a vacation or whatever. See it. Are you inside or outside? Who's there? Are you alone? What does it look like? What are you wearing? How do you feel? Let yourself smile. And then we turn it to bring that feeling in, yeah. that feeling you want, and then we let the actual physical outcome fade away, mm. and we focus on that feeling. Yes. And I'm like, okay, that feeling you have of accomplishment, of pride, of abundance, that really good feeling that you have for yourself, focus on that feeling, and every time you have to make a decision towards your goal, close your eyes and go with that feeling. Yes. See if it is consistent with that feeling, yep. which is yeah. exactly what you're saying about we want to go with that feeling. Right. Because we might think... If I have, this is a perfect example for me, is that, you know, I always thought that if I had the big house, if I had the nice car, if I had the two perfect kids, if I had the country club, I'd be happy. Right. Because that's what all the pictures look like on TV or magazines. Right. If you have these nice things, you're going to be happy. Right. And I, I did get all those things. I did yeah. a great job of manifesting those things. Sure. But I never actually asked for love and happiness. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's true. I just assumed that was a given. I never focused on the feeling. Really, I didn't care about the nice house. I mean, it's nice to have that. Don't get me wrong. Right. Very grateful. But it wasn't that I wanted that necessarily. It's I wanted that feeling right. of just being so happy and having right. freedom and being loved and being fulfilled. But I never focused on that actual feeling. Right. I focused on the items. Right. So I use that example a lot. And I think for so many of us out there sometimes, because we are a very materialistic society, mm -hmm. right? Um, in general, is that we focus on the outcome and the item that we want mm -hmm. versus focusing on the feeling. I agree, because a, a lot of us don't know. Yeah. No one ever taught, taught this no. to us in school. Ever. Um, which is very interesting, because I think part of the law of attraction, exactly what you're saying is the big house, the country club, the two you know very happy kids, all of that. I think we limit ourselves by these beliefs that we were told. Yeah. Are going to make us happy. Exactly. You know, we're born into a family, and you know, you must. Uh, you're going to be raised Catholic, and you're going to go to this school, and this is the way we act at the dinner table, and you're not allowed to have pink hair, and no, you <laughs> may not have your nose pierced because that's completely um, unacceptable in our family. So we grow up with these limiting beliefs, be them the big house, the small house, the, the whatever. Absolutely. Um, and, and we end up constricting ourselves. So I think truly with the law of attraction, we can do the most damage to ourselves because we're always judging ourselves and we're limiting ourselves based on our thoughts and beliefs and the way it's that true. we were raised. It definitely takes practice. Like anything, 
It takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice um, learning how to do this. And I'll tell you, one of my favorites really is Abraham Hicks. Yeah. I love it. Right. Oh, yeah. So you can, anybody who's listening, go onto YouTube. Yeah. There's a million short yeah. um, audio video uh, clips, anywhere from eight to 12 minutes. Yeah. Listen, it's free. It's amazing content. She yeah. also tours around the country. Yeah. She's been doing it for 20 years. But she, in my opinion, is the best Love and her. most authentic authority yeah. if you want to learn how to do this for yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting, you know, just how it works. Um, and for those of you who this is really resonating with, and maybe you're like thinking like, how have you had limiting beliefs affect your life? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Move on from here. Right. We don't need to focus on the past. Right. Don't focus on what you didn't do right or what didn't happen or what you could have done or what you should have done. That's over. It's done. And you'll only bring more of that. Exactly. If you keep focusing on it. What you focus on expands. So if you're thinking the things you did wrong, don't let it go. Everything does happen for a reason. We have lessons to yeah. learn. You know, we were born into this life. You chose this life. You yeah. chose this human experience. So just think of it. Okay, that was part of my story. But moving forward, yeah. this is what I would like to have. Right. This is what I believe is my birthright. This right. is my destiny. Right. And you're right about limiting beliefs. I thought, you know, if I have all these things, things. Yeah. I'm putting in air quotes here. Um, I'll be happy. Yeah. But there was a glass ceiling when I did that. Or not if it was a glass ceiling. There was a cap. Right. That was it. It's like, okay, well, I achieved all those things, to be honest, by about the age of 27. Right. Right? So it was like, well, now what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never... Let's call it quits. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, I grew up kind of a hippie kid. I was on a commune for a while. I was a single mom who's a poet. Like, this, the life I have now is the furthest thing from anything I could have thought of, yeah. let alone, you know, speaking for Turkish Airlines or living in Turkey part-time right. or... You know, yesterday, actually, I was on CBS Morning Show um, talking about happiness and talking about energy, which I'll be honest, 10 years ago or even five years ago, I don't think a network would have somebody on talking about positive energy and negative energy. (laughs) Yeah. And our topic actually was some of the mom shaming that went on with Jessica Simpson and, and, um, you know, Pink coming to her support and Tamron Hall and some of the things that happen when you have this negative energy, which is interesting, going back to the law of attraction, is we probably have all been guilty of it at some point. You yeah. know, we, we just have. We've said something that is has hurt somebody's feelings or shamed them or has been judgmental. And, and the problem when you do that is, right, you said, yeah. what you focus on expands. Right. So you have these people who are sitting at home and they're judging this poor Jessica Simpson, whether you like her or not. Like, it's her seven-year-old daughter right. who she let make her hair kind of pink in the summer yeah. for fun. Right. And people are judging her. Yeah. So when you're judging and you're like, this is a bad mom or this is a bad decision or how could she do that? You're bringing down your vibration. Right. You're saying what you don't like. Right. And the more you say what you don't like, you're going to attract that right to you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. That was my soapbox on that one. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's true. You, uh, you, you bring your vibration down. Yeah. Well, it's been really fun for me to see, um, you know, when I, I love your feed. Thank right? you. I yeah. love your feed. Her Instagram feed is, I think it might be private, so I won't give it out for now, but it's, Happy pictures. Yeah. But real happy pictures. Yeah. Not like a million Photoshop, this is fake. You know? Yeah. It's happy pictures with her children. It's yeah. happy pictures on vacation. And it's happy pictures of her. Yeah. Because we should celebrate ourselves and be happy and smile and be like, I feel pretty today. I feel happy today. I love my environment today. Yeah. You know, I love what the people around me are doing. I love this sunset. I love, you know, we're supposed to celebrate right. it. Right. Because it raises your vibration. Absolutely. It's not about ego. Yeah. It's not about look at me, look at me. It's yeah. about I'm happy and I want to share it. Right. Yeah. You know? It's funny, interesting about the, the Instagram feed because oftentimes I just, 
post and I sort of post to myself or post to my children. <laughs> yeah. I honestly started, I became, um, I, I signed up for Instagram because I wanted to stalk my children. Yeah. So that was eons ago. But then I realized, hey, this is really fun. It's just a quick picture, a quick thought. Yeah. Uh, and it was always fun to go back to. And, and actually, I make books, like have the uh, books. I do it too, yeah, so the chat books, yeah. So, you know, the kids have, the family have all of this, like, history of yeah. travels or whatever. But um, I had posted something about being a mom or a mom being a best friend or something like that. And, and I had someone say something like, well, in an ideal world, that would be okay. But there's, there's a shaming. Yeah, so a little bit of a shaming. But, but then I said, you know what? I didn't even think I was posting to anyone else. I was just <laughs> posting to myself and my children. Th Which is the it. most authentic. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to give actually a couple examples, uh, personal examples for me, for the law of attraction. Because I do love doing this. Yeah. I teach this. I lecture on it, actually. And um, so I sold my house my um, and moved into the city. But at the time, it was really scary. How am I going to move from this really pretty house out in the suburbs? I have deer in my backyard. There's trees. And this is like... To me, it was a dream house from yeah. this little girl who grew up in an apartment um, in actually Madison, Wisconsin, and I have family in Texas, but I never thought I'd be like in Washington, D.C. in this big, beautiful house. So it's like, well, all I want is floor-to-ceiling windows. Like, yeah. I couldn't think about what I wanted or where, you know, I would just close my eyes and be like, okay, because I'd get stressed out. I'd look at the prices of apartments, and I'd look at these like dingy, dark, old, I love D.C., but a lot of things are you know, built in the 1800s, early 1900s, and I like light. I'm mm. a light worker. You're a light worker, yeah. too. Um, I like light around me. I need to see the sky. And so I would just close my eyes and be like, okay, well, what feels good? And I would just see, the minute I closed my eyes, I see these big floor-to-ceiling windows. And that was it. And I just kept being like, okay. So every time I went into an apartment or I went into a condo to look, I would just close my eyes and be like, does this feel like... And one day, I was almost ready to give up, but I was like, you know what? It's going to happen. And I'm not going to move until it happens. I walked into this place and it was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I pictured. Everything yeah. about it. Everything about it. The extra high. And I was like, I don't want to live in an apartment. I don't want people above me making noise. I don't want to have people like next to me doing this and that. I, yeah. I, I had all these restrictions in my head, but I was like, okay, let all that go. Let it go. Just focus on what you want. And I'm like, I just want floor to ceiling windows and I just want this beautiful light and I would just see it and feel it. Well, I can tell you, I have the top floor apartment. Yeah. Nobody's above me at the end. Nobody's next to me yeah. whatsoever. And I have floor to ceiling windows. And it was almost too good to be true, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. I manifested that. I, like, I totally did. And the same thing with Turkey. So I didn't know it was going to be Turkey. It could have been Turkey. It could have been Greece. It could have been Italy. I was like, what do I want to do next with my career? You know, I had the medical spa. I'd done other things. I was like, I knew I wanted to do something abroad. I knew it had to do with the sea. I had a feeling it was the Mediterranean. I would just close my eyes and visualize what it was. And the first thing that came would be me on stage, this big, huge, like, um, corporate, like, convention thing, yeah. speaking. And the other thing would be me in this really beautiful, but small, kind of modest, white, like, terrace, like, Greece, like, terrace at the side. Yeah. Little bungalow house overlooking the Mediterranean with this beautiful pink bougainvillea. Wow. And it always came. That always came, these two things. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, well, the speaking thing is great. I love to do it. I love yeah. big stages, but I'm getting a little bit more in touch with my hippie side. Yeah. And, you know, I want to do something a little bit more energy related. Quick question for yeah. you. With visualizing that, mm -hmm. the cliff, the bougainvillea, looking over the ocean, were those visions that sort of you just had, or maybe had you seen photographs or pictures or magazines and you collected all of this? How do you go, how did you go about that particular yeah. 
I had actually, and to my uh, conscious knowledge, yeah. I had never seen that. Yeah. I had not been to that area of Greece yeah. or that area. I had not actually been in that situation before ever. Um, when I was sick, I spent, you know, months and months looking at photos of the sea. Yeah. I love the Mediterranean. I like the Caribbean. Like that really flat turquoise water. Yeah. So that part I knew I loved. I didn't have a connection to Greece. Yeah. I definitely didn't have one to Turkey. Yeah. Anywhere in that area. I just knew it was turquoise water. So when I would do it, it popped to mind. No judgment. Like I didn't focus on it. I didn't think about it. It just popped mm -hmm. to mind. It could have been the mountains. It could have been anything. But it happened to be this. And so I would just focus on that. I'd be like, how do I feel? Oh my God, I feel so good. And was there anybody else? Like it just felt so good and Back so happy feeling. and so relaxed and so natural. And I felt productive and it just, I can't explain how good it felt. It resonated with my soul. So I go to work for the Life Co. This job just falls into my lap, which then the Turkish Airlines, can you come and speak in front of 900 people? It's amazing. Right? Which is this corporate, totally different what I was doing, but in Turkey, well, I'm like, well, I need a place to stay. I don't want to stay at a hotel. I need a house. And so I made friends with a yoga instructor. And he's like, oh, I know a place. It's not on the market. Let me show you. One place, pouring down rain, freezing cold, in January, off season. The owners don't speak English. We hike up this big hill. I walk in. It's all white with this pink bogan villa. And every room overlooks wow. the sea. Like, I've been here before. And I was like, this was in my vision. Like, this is exactly what was in my vision. And the Turkish Airlines thing, too. Like, who would think that I am going to go speak for right. Turkish Airlines in Istanbul? Right. Like, I saw it. I felt it. But it wasn't the specifics. I had no idea where or when. It was just, I felt how good. It felt empowering. It resonated. And I just kept focusing on that feeling. And when things weren't going as smoothly, because that happened, too. Sure. You know, things happened. It wasn't just so easy. I'd be like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the outcome. Don't worry about the specifics. I know this is going to happen. I know that I will be on stage doing something like this. I know that I will be in a place like this that looks beautiful. I just know it. Right. It might not be exactly, but I know whatever it is, it's going to feel great. Mm -hmm. And then sure enough, it was exactly as my vision. Yeah. And it felt great. And at the same time, in the same time frame, I had an event that I was asked to do. And I was like, sounded great on paper. Everything was great. And I felt like this is a real big honor for me to do this. And in my mind, I'm like, I really don't want to do that. Like, and I kept thinking, right. I don't want to do that because this person's going to be there. And I don't want to see that person. I don't really want to do this. And it's too close to my trip. And I kept thinking of all the things I didn't want to do. But meanwhile, right. to everybody else, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. And I knew it was a really good thing. But in my mind, it was all the things that could go wrong and all the reasons, all the things that could go wrong if I took this. And so, sure enough, right before, it got canceled. And then I was so sad. I cried. Yeah. I was like, but I wanted to do that. And I was like, uh, no, you didn't. Yes. You focused way more on all the problems and all the things that could go wrong. Of course. That's yeah. what you focus yeah. on. You never focus on how great it was going to be yeah. or who was going to be there. You focus on all the things that could go wrong. Guess what? It's canceled. So now you don't have the choice, do you? Yeah. Perfect example. But I became aware of it. Mm -hmm. And so I asked you, I digress. So I'm going to bring it back full circle. Mm -hmm. So when did you start becoming aware? Because when you start becoming aware that you have this power, because mm -hmm. we all have this power, it starts to happen more quickly. and more and more and more and more. Yeah. Because what you focus on expands. Exactly. Yeah. It happens quickly. I think um, the universe moves at yeah. a very, very fast pace. Um, so I think in the last, um, probably more specifically, like I said, where I really became aware of it was after my mother passed away. Um, kind of cracked me open. Um, I, I love this. This is my, this is my passion. <laughs> Everything that we're talking about right now. Um, but for a living, I'm in, I'm in real estate. 
And so at the time, I was, I was working my business and I was working um, quite hard, sort of around the clock. And then my mother passed away and yeah. it stopped me dead in my tracks. Uh, was um, an unexpected um, death. It was 30 days in the hospital with her. She was um, hooked up to life support. And so I was there with her every day. And I um, found myself not being able to respond to emails. Um, I didn't really want to work. Um, it was just, it stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. Um, prior to that moment too, I realized that I was getting incredibly busy and I was missing out on things in my life. I was missing out on lacrosse games and, and uh, my children were growing up quite fast and my husband is an airline pilot and he was gone and it was just, life was just moving and I just felt like I wasn't in the moment. Yeah. I wasn't in the moment. So this happens to my mother. Um, so that's when I really started thinking about it. I started diving deep in. I started re reading a lot. Um, and things started making even more sense to me on a very different plane yes. than they ever really had before. Right. Um, so some, exa some, some examples, um, specifically with the Law of Attraction, show I sort of took like an, a year and a half um, sabbatical, if you, mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, loved spending time with the kids, just, you know, it's like yeah. staying at home. And then I really reached a point where my grief was all, it was still there, but it was getting better from the loss right. of my mother. And uh, I, I took a trip to Paris with uh, Semra. I remember yeah. you guys invited yeah. me, yeah, yeah, you were you had an Airbnb. That's right. We had yeah, this great, great apartment. We had, a, we were actually going to see Lady Gaga. I remember. That's why we were going there. And then Lady Gaga canceled her trip. I think I tried to get my friend Terry to come with me because I wasn't right. sure if I could get a right so but we said we've already got this great hotel and we're gonna go yeah. and then talk about the law of attraction like even more so summer and i became close on that yeah. trip. and then a, another mutual friend of ours um jen was with us as well so we were all talking as we do girl talk and um respecting both of their uh them in so many different ways but they both have their own businesses and they're just rock stars yes. at it yeah. And so I just kept saying, you know, so I, I want to do something. I'm ready to go back to work. I don't know if I want to stay in real estate, but I absolutely love real estate. I'm open. Maybe I'll go back to school. And I kept thinking, thinking, thinking about um, various opportunities. And um, so we had some great discussions. And no sooner, I kid you not, I landed in Washington, D.C., and my phone rang. And... Um, a company that I had been talking to for about a year back and forth yes. called and said, we're ready to launch this project. Are you ready? Can you start I love next it. week? And so, I, love it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. how quickly, and then it just happened so quickly. I mean, that's, you know, when I sort of opened it up and I made up my mind and said, I'm ready. I didn't necessarily limit myself like you said don't want to know the details, don't yeah. need to know the one through 10, but this is what I want, universe, how can you deliver? And so there it was. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, that's a great story. And I, I knew part of that yeah. before, but I didn't realize you'd actually thought of it yeah. before. I love, yeah. love, love that. I can't talk about this enough. Yeah. Um, and something similar happened to me yesterday too. So the more that I pay attention, even though I teach it, doesn't mean I always think about it. Even yeah. though I can tell you guys what to do and right. I can talk about it doesn't mean that I always follow it because we just we're human we slip we forget all the time know? we yeah. do right <laughs> um, so I've been really trying to focus on it more and you know I had that that nice article in the Hurry Up newspaper which is kind of like the amazing. New York Times it was so great. It, it felt so good they did like a, a story on happiness and how to find it and they featured me it was like two pages big photos I felt so good about it yeah 
And I was like, you know what? I am ready to start doing something bigger because I've been kind of dabbling in what I want right. to do recently. And so I come back. As soon as I come back, I get the confirmation email from Turkish Airlines. Yeah. Right? They're bringing me out there to speak. And then um, I was supposed to go to the beach last weekend and do something that I really didn't want to do. I felt like I should do it. Right. But I didn't really want to do it. And I was like, you know what? Follow what you know. Like path of least resistance. Right. You don't want to go. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. Don't, don't go. Don't do it. Right. No justification, no explanation. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Don't do right. it. As soon as I released not doing it, an hour later, I got a phone call from the producer at the local CBS station yeah. saying they have a segment they wanted to have me on on Monday morning. Yeah. I would have never been able to do that if I had left. Right. Right. And I had just been thinking, you know, I love doing TV. I haven't done it for a while. I did it for my old business. Yeah. I've done it for charity, but I've never done it for myself. Mm-hmm. I've never been on TV representing me and what I do. Right. It's always been a spokesperson for somebody else. So this happened, and it was all me. Yeah. And talking about energy. (laughs) Right? And I was like, this is crazy. This is awesome. And I was like, you know what? I actually am ready to do more. I'm ready to consult. I'm ready to talk about this. Right. I come off the stage. I pick up my phone. There's a message from somebody who I have not talked to in forever who um, founded a huge company. Like, they went public for, like, $3.2 billion, you know, like a whiz who said, hey, how are you? Where are you these days? I've thought of you. There's this technology company that does wellness. And they're looking for somebody, A, B, and C. The first person I thought of, are you interested? Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh. And it was WhatsApp. They didn't even know what time zone I was. And I was like, yeah, here's my email. They emailed me yesterday. We had a conversation. We're doing a conference call tomorrow morning. It's perfect. You know, I don't know where it's going to go. But I also, I don't care where it goes. If it's the right thing, I'm excited for wherever it goes. But I didn't say, like, I'm looking for this. I'm right. looking for that. It's like, I'm ready to do something bigger. I'm ready to receive. Absolutely. I am ready to receive. And there's another thing, what you said about this job for you. Yeah. is like, the other important thing to remember is when you ask and you're putting your intention out there and what you want right. and that door opens, walk through it. Exactly. Act in spite of fear. Yep. Go. Just go. And don't waste time. Don't waste time. Believe that you deserve it. Right. Know that you deserve it. Yep. And just do it. Don't question it. Don't succumb to fear. Don't, yeah. don't, you know, tell yourself a reason, a million yeah. reasons why it's not going to work. I think when you ask, the universe does deliver. Are you yes. willing to accept it? I think exactly. you said something that a lot of people um, fall into the trap of doing things they should do. Yeah. Because do they think it's the right thing to do. But, yeah. I mean, yes, of course there are some of those things. But I think that we also get stuck on... Um, not necessarily taking the path of least, least resistance. Yeah. We are sort of told our whole entire life, you have to work hard. You have to work hard, and then you're going to go far in life. Well, there's a certain element of that as well, but I think our natural state is to be enjoy. It's We're so true. We're supposed to be here enjoy. It's not supposed to be painful living here. I mean, I always say... We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. I love so that. That's it, awesome. Let's make it fun. And so I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, we are taught, a lot of us at least have been taught to work hard. Yeah. Right? And if you are liking what we're talking about, the law of attraction, look into it. Again, Abraham Hicks yeah. on YouTube. Go there first. It's the easiest way. They talk. She talks about the vortex. Yes. Right? And this is all that good stuff. All those things that you want, all these things are there in that vortex. And you can go up, you yep. can, <laughs> and get all that stuff. It's yours, it's there, it's waiting for just you. Waiting. You just have to vibrate high enough to get there. But the other thing with the vortex is, for she's saying, you don't have to work hard. 
No. You don't have to. It's no. not about how hard you work, how long you work. It's not about that. You can vibrate high and get there. Yeah. It's not action oriented. It's not action oriented, yeah. but we haven't been taught that. Right. So it, it can happen overnight. Yeah. It, you know, this is a process you have to learn. But if you're ready to learn it and you're ready to adopt it yeah. and just full on go for it, yeah. it's there. If you're listening to us now, yeah, there's exactly. a reason. There's a reason you're listening to us. And sometimes we doubt it. Like, how can it be that easy? But the truth is, when you watch people who are really good at this, who just understand it, it's just natural to them. Right. Energy is energy. It is easy. It seems like... How can they just have that? How did that person just become famous and they're so happy and they have a great life? And they have, right. Well, because they expect it. Right. They know it's their birthright. This is what they right. want. They feel good. Right. And they're in alignment. We limit ourselves. We limit ourselves. We limit ourselves. I did um, a workshop yesterday with some really amazing women and um, very affluent, very philanthropic, really beautiful human souls. And one of the women had just recently got engaged. She, and um, she had some anxiety and I was like, okay, well tell me where your anxiety comes. And really where it came from is it's too good to be true. Mm. It's too good to be true. I'm just waiting. Like I'm so happy right now. I'm afraid. I'm so happy right now. I'm just waiting for something to happen. I'm so happy. How can this be real? And so I immediately put an end to that. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, okay, yeah. we need to stop that thought right now. Think about how happy you are. Enjoy it. You deserve it. You're worthy. Are you happy today? Yes. That's it. Yeah. Don't worry about next week, next month, 10 years, 20 years. Stop. Yeah. Are you happy right now? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And amazing things are coming. Yeah. Be eager for the future. Be eager. You deserve this. Love feels good. Yay. Right. Right. <laughs> I think a lot of people get stuck in completely different topic, but they get stuck in how do I, how do I stop myself from thinking? Yes. How do I stop myself from thinking this way? Perfect example. The one example that I can share is after breast cancer. I remember when we met, you said, how did you, um, how did you stop thinking about it? Or that maybe that wasn't your exact question. No, it was but... something like that because I was at a place, my hair was very, very short. I didn't feel feminine at all. I yeah. had very long, thick blonde hair. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was really short. So I, I, you know, I got hit on by a lot of really beautiful women, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm, I'm not a lesbian, so it was very flattering, but it didn't go any further. Did that all happen on Fire Island? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And a lot of men, I felt like, I don't know, people said, well, they're intimidated. I'm almost 5'10", I have the yeah. short hair, you look very powerful, yeah. they're intimidated, you know. Um, and and I, you looked absolutely stunning, but I remember you asked me, did you like the short hair? Everyone told you you look so great. I'm like, I hated it. Right. And then you feel so good it. because you're honest. Everybody's right. like, no, you're stunning. Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah. you know, like, yeah, if I was Charlize Theron, yeah. I just kept thinking, be Charlize Theron. Right. I would like manifest Charlize Theron. You know, right. She had shaved her head for Fury Road around the same time. I'm like, that's it. I yeah, like there you Charlize go. Theron. And then, <laughs> we were like, that's a bunch of BS. We want our hair back. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're, we're good. I was yeah. Just, uh, yeah, so I, and I looked at you, you had so much energy. I would right. have never thought that you had this right. illness before, right. you know, and I also had the port scar and I, yeah. what, I, it just wasn't feeling great. Right. And, um, and you're like, oh yeah, like I right. forgot actually, like, mm -hmm. I don't even, like that's what you, right. I was like, how can you be so cavalier? Yeah. I know. Yeah. And it, I think it, it, it takes, um, it takes being conscious, right? Yeah. Being in the moment. But I certainly do remember two years after my scare and through my healing process and all of that, I would get an ache in my shoulder and all of a sudden I would think that, oh my gosh, there's now yeah. it's spread to my shoulder or it would be my toe or yeah. it would be any sort of little pain um, that I that I had. But I, I did really realize that I needed to um, divert that yes. thought. So, and divert is the key thing because yeah. I still, you know, so my remission was just the summer. Yeah. So, um, which is great. You know, it was five years, 
but the same thing. Yep. Every once in a while I'll get like a little pain under here. I have right. a lot of scar tissue on this left side. And so sometimes scar tissue can hurt. Right. So every once in a while I'll get a pain and I'll be like, oh, don't think about right. it. You're not, I'm not in denial. Right. I'm saying that, no, that's yeah. not it. And whatever my path is supposed to be, my path is going to be. Right. And I'm going to own it and I'm fine. I don't need attention from an illness. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I don't, this is whatever. But I like divert my attention immediately. Something else. To yeah. something else that feels good. Exactly. Something else that feels great. A better feeling. Thought. Exactly. Yep. Um, so we are getting really close in our time here. So I just want to say one more thing for those of you out there who are single or maybe who are a lot younger and haven't experienced some of the things that we're talking about. I know a big thing is love is how do you mm -hmm. manifest love, mm -hmm. right? How do you use a law of attraction to, to, um, to find love, to find that special person? Of course, I always talk about self love is the most important love yourself first and the right person will come. That said, know that it is out there for you. And that there's nothing you can do to affect somebody else. You can't affect somebody else's energy. You can't bring somebody to you. That's their free will. But you can focus on what feels good to you. And as you focus on what feels good and the kind of person you want, the kind of relationship you want, you will attract that. Mm -hmm. So again, go onto YouTube and just put that in there. There's really great ways on how to kind of manifest and bring love into your life. Mm -hmm. um, Even with Abraham, if you do that's Abraham, Abraham, Abraham love. Hicks. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we don't have time to go over that, but just yeah. know that it is there and you can do it. Have faith. Yes. And really, you don't want to focus on what's not going right. You want to focus on what is going right and what you do love about yourself. Um, so we're running out of time. I'm, and I just got the, the little five-minute window thing. Um, my email is michelle at michelleschoenfeld.com and my Instagram is michelleschoenfeldofficial. Please DM me questions. We'll answer them on air, other shows. So again, it's michelleschoenfeldofficial. And we always do a mantra. So let me quickly, quickly say um, the mantra I want you to say several times in a row, several times a day for the next week. And the mantra for this week is, I am a deliberate creator of my reality. Love that. Yes. So let's say it together yeah. twice in a row, okay? I am a deliberate creator of my reality. I am a deliberate creator of my reality. So what you focus on expands. Yeah. It's your choice. You guys can bring this good stuff to your life as well. Um, thank you so yeah. much, Jen, for joining me. I know you practice, um, you teach Access Bar. Yes. And I would love to talk about that on another show. Absolutely. So would you come back and join us again? I would love to. All right, wonderful. Yeah. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And namaste. Namaste. <laughs>